Control Alt Delete with Miss Joel. Navigating your way through the social, local, and mobile tech talk on show 977. And there's Mitch Joel on the line. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm doing fine and dandy. You ready to tackle the week? Yeah, I was, and then I woke oh. up, and my my <laughs> Gmail wasn't working, my Google backup wasn't working, and I upgraded to the new uh, Apple MacBooks this weekend. So it's sort of everything was working great. Just you got to relog in, and okay. <laughs> so I woke up this morning and thought I've been hacked. Something hey. happened. Like it's just not working. Even the it tech turns co- out that Gmail, Google, YouTube are down this morning. There's oh, are they? Crash for users worldwide. So if you wake up and you can't log in, or something looks weird, you have not been hacked. It's a Google issue. If you want updates, the other trick is that Google's not really going to tell you. Head over to Twitter and just do a search for Google, and you'll usually see a whole bunch of news, so you know you're not alone. If in case okay. you're freaking out this morning, don't panic. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. So even the tech guy has the Monday blues. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially like my, my firing up of the laptop was yeah. my Google backup coming up and saying it doesn't exist. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good to hear. We all suffer through the same kind of stuff. So if you're, if you're online this morning, all those services are down, are they? Some are having intermittent, some are down, some are not there. And I'm sure for those who are doing online learning and those who do use it at school are going to probably let's be kind to our teachers this morning. They're probably going to have a rough go until this gets settled. Okay. Um, let's, uh, on that note, uh, of, uh, of things that aren't working, let's start with, uh, where you wanted to start with the cleanup and declutter your smartphone. I like this idea. How do you do it? So it's that time of year where we're all hopefully starting to wind down and things aren't as kooky. And one of the things I like to do is to make sure that my setup is cleaned up and ready to go for the new year. So a couple of things you can do. If you're on a Mac, I actually have an app that I highly recommend. It's called Clean My Mac, which is one word, and we've talked about it before. But it goes through and will clean out all the junky stuff that you can't delete, like the files that are sort of remnant or duplicates and things that are weird. So it, it's not a free app, but it's a really good way to clean up your system. Cleaning up your system will make your computer your smartphone and all of that faster and more efficient. So that's just a general sort of health check you want to do. I like to go to places like my desktop and my download sections and just look for files that you downloaded. It could be a calendar invite. It might have been a PDF. It might have been a photo that you did a screen capture of that's now sitting on your desktop. Start there. You're going to find a lot more room, a lot more memory. I like to look through the applications that I have and delete the ones that I probably haven't used. Like If you haven't used it this year, maybe delete it. You probably don't need it. Make sure it's not an essential app because sometimes there are uh, monitoring apps that you're using for your kids at school or whatever. Um, And it's just a really simple way to do it. Another big one is to look at the tabs in your browser. I don't know. How many tabs do you have open right now, Terry? Is it a ton? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. (laughs) God, you're a mess. You're a mess, Terry. <laughs> but that's the thing. We think we're in Chrome or Safari or whatever, and when we see all the tabs, we just assume it's okay. All of those tabs are also pulling memory from your computer. Okay. So anytime you get a chance, close those tabs. The other trick I'll tell you is if you're using your iPhone, because I'm an iPhone person, 
if you go into your browser, like your Chrome browser, and you hold the button that is to add a tab, but if you mm -hmm. hold it, it'll ask you if you want to close all the tabs. Okay. So you can very easily just click that, and you'll see you probably have 600,000 tabs open, and you don't even realize it on your, on your smartphone. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, for me, you know, I've got a, a, wet, you know, a weather app open, which I, I can't close throughout the morning show. You know, I'm, I'm running the program from my dining room table, right? I've got... I've got headlines that I have to do at uh, the bottom of the hour, and I've got uh, interaction with listeners on Facebook and Twitter. So sure. th those things have got to stay open throughout the morning, and every once in a while, you know, there'll be a uh, another uh, uh, you know another another tab that I open because somebody has sent me a link, or there's an article I want to read, or I want to recommend a documentary. So it, it, you're right. I'm a mess. It's basically what it and is. The trick with that is when you're finished the show, instead yeah. of just closing Chrome or whatever your browser is, close each tab first and then okay. the browser. Gotcha. Help it a lot. Problem is most people don't, and so they yeah. just leave all these tabs and all this stuff on their desktop, and it's impossible to find. Even going into your email, cleaning out the contacts you don't speak to anymore, the attachments you don't need, all of that will create a more optimal performance for whatever you're using, whether it's your smartphone or your laptop. Gotcha. Okay. I'm glad you brought this topic up too, because I've, I read uh, two articles on the weekend about the uh, the new head of uh, Warner Brothers, who's created quite a stir in Hollywood and uh, across North America at uh, theaters everywhere. Uh, let's talk about this and the, uh, the disruption that it's going to cause in 2021. There's a relationship that happens between the studio, the movie theaters, and then how it's distributed after. And it usually involves uh, – well, it, it, it's run by region, obviously, because all of this stuff is published in you know, Canada, the U.S., whatever. But we typically have given – the movie studios have given the movie theaters rights so that these pieces of content, these movies, don't go out into other services. It gives the movie theaters an opportunity to create – momentum and it's a big infrastructure and big business that supports one another and as you said the head of warner brothers basically said that all of their movies in 2021 will be streamed right away now this has massive implications obviously for the movie theater business but it's another sign that disruption is everywhere i don't know about you i know multiple people who during this pandemic decided to splurge and increase the size of the screen in their homes because they're right. spending so much time there and have moved to 85-ish inch massive screens so what happens in a world where suddenly movies like dune matrix 4 godzilla versus king kong all of these massive films are suddenly available on streaming as they are in movie theaters will anybody go to the movie theaters? so i personally have gone to movie theaters prior to the pandemic mostly for my kids and to see movies like that because i'm not so picky that i have to see it on the big screen if it's a massive one for me a star wars i probably will i'm curious what your habits are like do you immediately wait for the theater or are you happy to wait and just have it at home well, I, more than uh, more often than not, I'm thrilled to have it at home. Although, um, since I uh, downsized uh, from uh, my uh, bigger house uh, about eighteen months ago, I'm in a smaller space with a smaller television, and there's some movies that I'm going to want to see on a big screen. So, I I'm I'm not sure where I fall. I think if you if if you have you know, if you've got the room, if you're in a, a good size house and you can have an 80 inch screen and big speakers, then 
you know, I'm more inclined to want to stay home because uh, the theater experience can be, you know, uh, you know, pre-pandemic, the theater experience could be sometimes a tough one with, you know, wrinkling bags and people uh, translating and talking and, you know, it's it's always, phones. yeah, it's always a nicer, nicer experience at home. But like you say, I don't want to see Star Wars on a 50-inch television. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm sort of split on this topic. I think I'd really love to be able to just access it when and where I want it. Right, right. Just, just yeah. having that concept in my brain gets me excited. And the idea, as the internet has evolved, my, my sense of wanting these gatekeepers telling me when and where you can see something, right. watch this at 8 p.m. on ABC at... I've tossed that to the wind, kind of. Mm-hmm. So when I hear about stories like this, I, I get very excited. I, I do believe this is the natural evolution to put out a piece of content and let people choose the format in which they want to view it. Somebody wants to watch it on their smartphone. Someone wants to watch it on their TV. Somebody wants to go to the movie theater. I think it's great. And if the producers and creators are being paid for it, even better. The problem is partially there. In, in how that money gets paid if somebody just streams it versus goes to the movie theater. And obviously the movie theater business has to or wants to try to protect their own business model. But with all that, this is a big shift in how we see entertainment and yeah. it is one of the, uh, the, the sacred things of, of the entertainment business of how movies get distributed and to see it be disrupted by such a big player like Warner Brothers is pretty important. It's pretty wild to watch. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting story to follow through 2021. What's your app of the week? Well, a lot of us are heading into the holiday season, and we might be getting a little iPod or an iPad. A lot of us are working from home still, and it's getting cluttered on our desk. And I've I've known about this app, and I haven't used it because I'm lucky to have two monitors. But if you've always wanted to have a two-monitor option – Here's an amazing way to do it. It's called Duet, and you can find it at duetdisplay.com. And what it does is it'll turn your iOS, your smartphone, or your Android device, or a secondary display, it could be uh, an iPad, a tablet, into a second display for your Mac or PC. So it works on Android, iOS, PC, or Mac, and for about 20 bucks, you can put your iPad next to your MacBook Pro, and it will act essentially as a secondary monitor, which is a great experience to have. Okay, App of the Week and this discussion up at Shome.com after 9 o'clock. Mitch, thanks so much. Enjoy the week. See you next Monday, Terry. Thank you.